they're talking about what to do when you're feeling overwhelmed. Yeah. yeah. And, Stress uh, eating. <laughs> not that. <laughs> that's not what you do when you're overwhelmed. Um, Should do. It might be what you've done. <laughs> yeah, it could be. Well, well here, here's the reality. You know, um, we've all been in a position where we felt like everything in life is just kind of weighing us down. Mm -hmm. yes. It's been kind of like pushing us down that we might have certain responsibilities that we have to do or there might be just certain situations where it seems like the enemy's just piling on, piling on, piling on and we're wondering like how am I supposed to carry all of this, yeah. you know? We've all been in that situation. Yeah. We've all been in that uh, position. You might yeah. even be in that place right now. That could be why you're watching today, you know, yeah. like is yeah. because you're just feeling overwhelmed and you're like, man, how am I going to get through this? How am I going to get like over this? And, and, uh, you know, I, I just want to open it up straight off and just let you know you're not weird. <laughs> you know? yes. yeah. You're not, not the only one. You're not the only one who's ever felt what you're feeling. You're not mm -hmm. the only one who's feeling it now. You know, yeah. there, there, you know, the Bible actually tells us there's no temptation that is over. This is uh, 1 Corinthians 10, 13. Mm -hmm. uh, put that in the comments, 1 Corinthians 10, 13. I, I want to encourage you to memorize this verse. Memorize this verse because this verse, I memorized this when I was a teenager and it changed yeah. everything. Because yeah. if because I was able to quote this, it helped me get through stuff. But there is no temptation that has come upon you that is not common to mankind. Mm -hmm. yeah. So that right there means, first and foremost, the devil has nothing new. No. The, the devil can't create. He's not a creator, yeah. so he can't create anything new. Um, so there's no temptation that is not common to mankind. So what you're going through other people have gone through. And, and, and you know, if, if you feel like, man, I'm just going through this alone, recognize that the Bible also says that Jesus was tempted in every way mm -hmm. and he overcame it. Mm -hmm. So Jesus knows, even knows what you're going through and he's interceding on your behalf. But the, the verse doesn't end there because the, uh, it doesn't just say there's no temptation that's not common. But, you know, so I guess if yeah. people are going through this, I guess I just got to deal with it. No, yeah. he says, but God is faithful. He will not let you be tempted beyond what you are able. So that means if you're overwhelmed, like you see in the thumbnail where like we're on that, you feel like, how am I going to be able to do this? Uh, it says he'll, he'll not let you be tempted beyond what you are able in him because he'll give you a way out so that you can stand. Yeah. That's what the verse says. He'll give you a way out. So whatever you're going through, there's a way out. There's a way to overcome. God is providing you a way to be victorious. And put that in the comments. Uh, you know, put that in the comments. I always have a way out. I always yes. have a way to victory. Yes. Yeah. We were talking about this uh, this morning for a while, and it was just kind of interesting to see how everyone has had these moments, even mm. recently. Yeah. So if you, like he said, if you've been having moments recently where you've been overwhelmed, it, you're not weird. Like he said, mm -hmm. it's not just you. And I think what's interesting also is, we were talking about it, like all three of our responses have been when we've gotten overwhelmed to look at ourselves and basically see what am I doing wrong? Okay. What am I doing wrong? What do I need to do? What do I need to do to fix this? I'm not doing this right. I'm not doing this right. I need to do this, 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 this. And that makes it a lot worse. Yeah. <laughs> when you start looking at yourself of, okay, I'm overwhelmed and it's my fault because I didn't do this and this. It makes it so much worse. But that is such a natural tendency is to just try to handle it yourself. Try to hold it yourself and analyze yourself. And it can be discouraging. When you start looking at your works, mm -hmm. that, can be, that can be very discouraging of... Because you, you can't, you're not perfect. Like your flesh, and it, it, it's just interesting. I'm not perfect. You're not. Oh. Aww. Oh. Aww. 
What do I do with that? Yeah. I'm not perfect. So you were saying <laughs> that you also like you look at yourself and, yeah. and what am I doing wrong? And yeah. So we were, the reason this kind of came up, we were talking about how the enemy's attacking multiple people with very similar things, you know, and and each of us independently are dealing with what's what we're um, feeling or what the attack that's coming at us and one of the things that was very clear and buddy already addressed is that was you know i felt like i'm the only one going through this yeah and after talking about it 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 was obvious you know no you're not there's other people going through things and when we started talking about okay so how do you respond and where do you go with it because you know sometimes it 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 affects you on multiple levels like right now i got i have some stuff going on and in the background of my life with family and other things that it, you know it, it weighs on you a little bit and you've got to learn to kind of offload that in faith to the Lord and let him deal with it and instead of taking it on emotionally and letting it kind of layer up on you and mm-hmm. and and kind of weigh you down mm-hmm. um, for me you know I started looking at myself and going well, what did I do wrong why am I why am I experiencing you know why am I making a mistake? Why did I do it this way? Why, how how come I failed in doing this? And you know, at the end of the day, you know, use the words I quit. <laughs> <laughs> I quit. I'm done. I was joking, but that was kind of how it felt. It's like you know, I keep trying to do the right thing, yeah, and still something goes wrong. And then I start to get on myself and go, where did I go wrong? What did I do wrong? And mm-hmm. and it's not necessarily me. It as much as it is, you know, a simple mistake because I'm not perfect. Yeah. But the enemy capitalizes on that kind of stuff yeah. Yeah. and just starts to nail you with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then how do we respond? And mm-hmm. you responded right. I responded wrong in our conversation. Marky went and had a conversation with her pastors. Mm. After, after a little bit. <laughs> yeah, Kevin didn't quite have that um, thought and kind of let it lay on him a little bit for a while. I did, I did too. <laughs> yeah, okay. So I'm not perfect, neither is she, but yeah. no, that was perfect. the thing. It was just, it started to weigh me down. And as I was leaving the broadcast yesterday, it, it was kind of bugging me. And mm-hmm. even my wife over the last few days, Julie's asked me, you know, what's going on with you? Why are you, why are you like this? You seem a little irritable. You seem a little short. What's going on, you know? And, and I want to just sit back and go, well, I, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. But it's just things, stuff. Yeah. And I'm not, I'm not handling it correctly. It, everybody has stuff in your life. You know, that doesn't necessarily go away. But it's the how you respond to it, how you handle it, and where, where that goes um, that makes a difference, yeah. which is what you're talking about, you know, with the yeah. word. And, mm-hmm. Yeah, well, it, go, it goes back to, and that, like, the Lord's really just been opening this this up to me and it goes back to the question who's your source yeah who's your source because if I'm my own source it's super easy for me to just get overwhelmed and think and and then go back into the all right let me just go back into my mental faculties what did I do wrong how did I miss it or if I do something and I miss it you know all of a sudden I'm just beating myself up and I'm just I'm like there's so many more people who can be qualified to do this than me and all these different things you know, and, and but it goes back to who's your source? Because if I'm getting in my brain and I'm like, okay, where am I missing missing it? Why am I feeling this way? Why why don't I feel as close to God right now? What I'm doing is I'm making myself my source because I'm yeah. trying to figure it out on my own rather than 
shut this off because we talked about this yesterday. Yeah. You know, we talked about this all day, like all, all day yesterday. And if you haven't had a chance to watch it, go back and listen to yesterday's broadcast because this it was powerful. Uh, actually, listen to the last two days because mm -hmm. they've both been really good. Um, but but. I need to stop trying to figure it out on my own, and I need to start, okay, Father, you want me to get out of this funk. You want me to, 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 to get out of this you know, feeling overwhelmed more than I do. Mm -hmm. so, so, God, I trust you. Uh, show me what I need to do, because you know, we can spend weeks and months trying to just, maybe this is it, and try it out, and that's, no, that wasn't it. Maybe this is it, no, that wasn't it. Yeah. Or we can just take it to the Lord and, He'll be like, hey, yeah. this is it. This yeah. is where you missed it. Or you're actually not missing it. You know, you're doing great. Yeah. And he'll encourage you and he'll strengthen you. Yeah. Um, but, you know, what, what the verse that just came to me is uh, Matthew 11, where Jesus said, because, see, we can fall into one of two ditches, right? Mm -hmm. We can fall into the ditch of, oh, you know, everything's fine. I'm just going to ignore it. Or we can fall into the ditch of, of oh, man, life is just attacking me man that's just life that's the way life is like who's this life entity that's just the worst yeah. no but jesus said in this world you will have trouble but take heart i have overcome the world yeah. and what we're doing today is you know we, we want you to first and foremost know that you're not alone in this yeah. you know we've all felt this some of us we might even be feeling there there have been days where we're going into the broadcast and i just, I, just, I really don't want to do this like i don't feel like i have the strength to do this but whenever we but that again that's who's the source you know yeah. you know that i'm doing what god's called me to do so i'm going to trust him and matthew 11 says jesus said this uh he says come to me all who are weary and heavy burdened and i will give you rest you will find rest for your souls is what he says mm -hmm. he says for i am meek and lowly at heart he said he says uh take my yoke upon you for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. But that doesn't mean it always feels on our flesh easy and light. We yeah. might not feel it in our flesh. But if, but if we're walking by the flesh, what we, it's easy to let that just take over. Yeah. Or we can just keep our eyes on Him and focus on Him and say, Father, I, I'm doing this because I love you and I want, you know, you're my source. He'll give you the strength. God will always give you the strength. You know, we already talked about it, but God will always give you the strength when you need it. Mm -hmm. He's an ever-present help in time of need. Yeah. Mm -hmm. A part of the reason why it also gets really hard when we start looking at ourselves mm -hmm. is because we literally start operating in works. We start mm -hmm. operating by a legalistic system like the Old Testament of I my, my whole life is dependent on my works. Mm -hmm. And that's a scary place to be. That's a difficult place to be because mm. if you make a mistake, yeah. then you have to pay the cost. Mm. If you sin, you have to pay the cost. And ultimately, even not being in faith, if you're not in faith properly, you're not you're not hitting the mark. And and then if you take on that weight, you're you're operating in works. And I've done that so much so much that has been my tendency is to go into works um it feels more familiar it feels to my flesh it feels like this makes sense i i don't know it, it it's interesting but that works it, it doesn't produce much good and when you look at yourself like it's okay to to admit you know what Marky's works are trash. <laughs> like, I think I was talking to Pastor Nicole the other day, That's and hard. she's like, and she was basically saying that, like, you on your own, 
Like you're, we on our own, we're nothing. Like we can't do it. We can't, we shouldn't have that expectation of ourselves of I have to hold the weight of the world on my shoulders. I have to hold my life on my shoulders because we can do nothing. Apart from Jesus, we can do absolutely nothing. And when we try, it's going to suck. It's going to feel heavy because we're not designed for that. Jesus is the one that's supposed to be doing it through us. And we, when we try to do it on our own, of look at me, what am I doing wrong? What am I doing right? It's, it doesn't work. And that's been what I've done so much. And it hasn't worked. And it's left me emotional. It's left me upset, discouraged, and feeling like I'm about as spiritual as a toothpick. Like, it just doesn't work that way. It's not how, and it's all throughout the Bible of faith in God, faith in what Jesus has done for us, or our works, mm-hmm. our dead works. Yeah, it's, it's counter-gospel to try to pay the price ourselves. Yeah. You know, like, like I can't tell you, I, I, I cannot tell you how many times I've just mm-hmm. felt overwhelmed and discouraged, and I feel like, well, if I'm feeling this way, I'm missing it, so I start beating myself up. I start yeah. punishing myself. Yeah. You know, I, I start trying to pay the price to get back to where I was at first, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. um, to, to where I was when I was feeling it. Or I try to recreate. Here's That's the worst thing. I try to recreate where I was, you know, before rather than just seeking Him. I try to recreate. Maybe maybe I need to read the Bible more or, or pray more. But, but, you know, obviously those are great things. But mm-hmm. if I'm doing it, trying to pay a price to get back into fellowship, that's not right. I need yeah. to just submit and, and yield to the fellowship, yeah. not... Not, not try to work myself into that fellowship, yeah. you know. Otherwise, it's just kind of fake, and it, it, and I'm making myself my source, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Like, well, I need to do this and try harder and strive harder, but but that's not what I'm supposed to be doing, right. you know. I'm supposed to, like, what what I do, what I'm supposed to be doing when I'm overwhelmed and I'm discouraged and I'm and and actually, I remember this one point. I would, um, I was only, and, and here's the thing: the enemy will try to make you quit before. He'll, he'll, the the enemy's number one thing is he wants you to quit. Yeah. He wants you to give up. He wants you to stop doing what God has told you to do. Yeah. So what he'll do is he'll try to grate you and he'll try to get mm-hmm. get discouragement in. You know, uh, uh, Pastor Michael Spencer actually uh, wrote a book on on this. But that the number one killer of ministers is discouragement. Mm-hmm. The enemy will try to discourage you and and weigh you down. And uh, I remember I was most. I believe it's like 50% of people who enter into the ministry don't last four years. Wow. Um, and you see the enemy doesn't, he wants people to quit. He doesn't wow. want people to endure. Hmm. And I remember when I was, I was about two years in, into ministry and I, I was just, I was just praying. I was just overwhelmed. I'm like, God, you, you picked the wrong guy. I, I didn't say that, but I was like, God, I don't, this is what I said. God, I don't trust myself to do this. Yeah. I don't trust myself to do this. You can send someone so much more qualified than me. I was like, God, honestly, I do not trust myself to do this. And God's response shocked me. He said, you don't trust me? Mm. I said, no, that's not what I said. I said, I don't trust me. And he said, you don't trust me. I was like, no, God. I said, I don't (laughs) trust me. And he said, who brought you here? There you go. (laughs) Mm. You did. You did. Trust my planting. That's basically what he was saying. Trust my planting. 
And I, I want to tell you, if you are positioned where God has positioned you, trust him. You know, even when you feel overwhelmed, even when you might feel discouraged, even when you might feel so unqualified that you just want to give up and like, you know what, someone else could probably do this better than I can anyway. No, don't grow weary. Uh, Galatians 6, 9. Memorize, that's another one. Memorize it. Put it in the comments. Galatians 6, 9. This is, and honestly, it's one that you can probably type, type out as well. Yeah, Barrett put it. There's no quitting God. Galatians 6, 9 says this. Don't grow weary in well-doing. For at the right moment, you will reap a harvest of blessing if you don't give up. If you don't give up, if you don't quit, the blessing is there. You know, you might feel overwhelmed and discouraged. Paul talked about it. I'm pressed on every side, but I'm not going to. Yeah. I'm not crushed. Yep. I'm persecuted, but I'm not, I'm not, uh, what is it? I'm pressed, but not crushed. Persecuted, not abandoned. Struck down, but not destroyed. I'm blessed beyond the curse. Anyway, I, I honestly have to sing that song to remember it. <laughs> Songs really help they memorize really do. scripture. <laughs> they really do. Um, but, uh, but, but anyway, I, I can be pressed. But I don't have to be crushed. Why? Because I'm not my source. If yeah. I'm my source, I'm just a shell and I'll smash really yeah. easy. Yeah. But if God's in me, greater is he that is in me than he that is in this world. In this world, you will face troubles. You will have troubles. Uh, Pastor talked about it on Sunday, about struggles. But a struggle isn't just a lifestyle of, it's a, it's a life of overcoming yeah. the, the, the fleshly world yeah. that we live in. Yeah. So, so when the world is pressing on you, yes, in this world we will have trouble, but take heart, I have overcome the world. Uh, uh, what does it say in the book of Psalms? It says, um, many are the afflictions of the righteous. But what does it say after that? The Lord will deliver them out of them all. So don't give up. Don't grow weary. Your breakthrough is just around the corner. Your breakthrough is right there. Your breakthrough is so much closer now than you ever even realized. See, whenever that overwhelmingness seems to be unbearable, that means the breakthrough is just about to happen. And the enemy's putting, putting all that he has left on you. Yeah. But but if we continue and endure, man, the breakthrough is going to yeah. destroy Amen. him. Amen. And it's in those moments when we feel like giving up the most that we're so close mm-hmm. to that yeah. breakthrough. So don't give up because your harvest of blessing is right around the corner. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And something that is, I think, key to that, that I've forgotten so much, is one word, and the word is mercy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. If you're on your way, you're not giving up, you're on yeah. the path, and you miss it, that doesn't disqualify you from being able to finish your race. Yeah. It disqualify you mm-hmm. from having God's help. Yeah. There's mercy. Mm-hmm. And I've had moments where I've literally like forgotten that's a, even just that that's I should be able to have that. That doesn't even mm-hmm. in the Bible. Like yeah. I've just like ignored it. And then I would mm-hmm. I would see verses about mercy or pastors would talk to me about mercy and I'm like Oh, yeah, there's that. Yeah. <laughs> because I've totally lived without receiving any of God's mercy mm-hmm. at all. Yeah. Like, just like I've been like, ah, I just, I, I can't comprehend it. I can't comprehend God's mercy, is what I've thought in the past. Mm-hmm. Of, I messed up. I, you know, I pay the price. Mm-hmm. But if, as you're, as you're running your yeah. race, you need God's mercy. That's good. Yeah. You won't finish the race without it. Mm-hmm. And I don't know why. I've just, I, I mean, it's just the enemy. It's lies, mm-hmm. but I've forgotten that so much. And that's mm-hmm. honestly something right now 
right now that I need to grow in. I need to grow in, in receiving God's mercy. I need to, I want to like study it out and, and study what, it, what, it, what the word says about it because I know there's so much more of it that I can receive. Yeah. There's so much more and um, it's, it, even the word isn't even talked about much. Like you hear grace, grace and mercy, but they're different things. We mm -hmm. need both of them. Yeah. We need mercy too, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. And you need to extend some to yourself sometimes, and, mm -hmm. you know, because the Lord's love is way bigger and way more than, than we even recognize. As much as we believe the, the love of God and the mercy of God and the grace of God out of the word, it's still more than we can imagine. Yeah. yeah. And the little bit that we give ourselves from time to time yeah. it isn't anywhere near the measure that God pours out to us and his measure of grace and his measure of mercy that he offers to us yeah. in everything as we're being saved and, and being changed and, yeah. and made more and more the likeness of Christ yeah. over time. His grace em empowers us, gives us the ability to do, and, and he gives us even the desire to do what he wants us to do. Yeah. So w when we're getting down on ourselves, what that is is the enemy speaking into your, your mind, your yeah. emotions, to try to drag you down away from what the Word says and what you know is right, what you know is true by the yeah. Word, and how much God wants to love you. The enemy's trying to tell you, you know, God doesn't care. God, nobody cares. Nobody even is concerned about this. Nobody's asking. Nobody's checking up on you. You need to understand that the 100% of the time, the Lord is, is fixed on you and your life. Mm -hmm. yeah. His yeah. thoughts and His love toward us is, is never-ending. Mm -hmm. No intermissions, um, no little hiccups. He, he loves us. Even when we do something wrong, I made a mistake yesterday, and I got on myself. Even when I do something wrong or make a mistake, God's love is there, and He wants to be a blessing, and He wants to, to help us grow past what we put on ourselves as our own, our own standards. Yeah. Um, you know, we look at it, God's standards are, you know, so much higher, mm -hmm. and, and our standards t tend to not be even that high, but mm -hmm. we beat ourselves up when we feel like we haven't hit our standard. Mm -hmm. And what that does is it, it keeps us from receiving the grace of God and, and His Word and faith yeah. to lift us up even above that junk. Mm -hmm. yeah. I, don't, I don't need to be on myself because I made a mistake yesterday. Yeah. It, it's, we're gonna, we, we make <laughs> mistakes and we're not perfect beings. I mean, yeah. it's just kind of the way it is. But to understand that God's mercy is, is so much greater than you give yourself, I'll, I'll receive that part of it. Don't put faith in your own feelings and your own way of of thinking oh well i got to do this to get to that next level mm -hmm. put faith in the word of god that he he has your supply he has everything you need mm -hmm. and he wants to he's willing and able to get you there it's not that he sits back oh, and guess. goes uh. knock 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 come on mark he can you figure this out or you know yeah he's not he's there to help us get there not beat us up for not getting there mm -hmm. you know yeah. so well, you look at what, what God said to Paul, you know, when Paul was talking about the thorn in his flesh, mm -hmm. which wasn't a sickness. Paul was talking about his thorn in the flesh, a messenger of Satan, these persecutors that were coming against him. Paul prayed three times that the Lord would deliver him. Mm -hmm. And what did God say? God didn't say, well, you're just going to have to learn to deal with it, Paul. You know, you're going to have to learn to just suffer through all of this mm -hmm. and, and just struggle through life. That's, yeah. you know, that's my, no. God, God's response was literally, my grace is sufficient yeah. for you. 
My grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in your weakness. Mm -hmm. so, so even when you're facing moments of weakness, God's grace is sufficient. Mm -hmm. That's literally what God is saying. You know, you might feel overwhelmed. You might feel unqualified. God's grace is sufficient. You know, God is developing you. He's building you. He's strengthening mm -hmm. you through this. I mean, yeah. if you go to a gym and you get a trainer, they're going to give you moments where I, can't, I just can't push this. I can't push this. And they're like, <laughs> you can do it. Yeah, and then yeah. you get it and you're like, oh, my goodness, I didn't know I could do that. Yeah. You know, yeah. that's what, actually that's why the Bible says consider pure joy when you face trials of many kinds, because mm -hmm. it's that suffering uh, or, uh, of your faith that produces perseverance. Uh, and, 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 you know, so whenever we're going through moments where we feel like I, I can't do this anymore, his grace is sufficient. Yeah. Remember, put that in the comments. His God's grace is sufficient. God's grace is sufficient, sufficient for me. Yes, put that in the comments. God's grace is sufficient for me. So, so and, and, you know, we're talk, we've been talking about mercy and grace. What's the difference between mercy and grace? You know, let's say I'm here. Or let's say I'm here. <laughs> you know, this is where I'm at. Let's get below the table. Yep, let's get below the table. <laughs> this is where I'm at, and and I know God wants me up here, but mm -hmm. but this is kind of where I'm at right now. I can beat myself up for not being here, yep. but I can also recognize that five years ago I wasn't even in the in the shot. You know, but I'm here. Why? Because God, God this is what God's God's mercy is. God's mercy is He reaches down and He helps us where we're at. Like, like, man, I, I want, I want to do this, but you know, but I don't see how I'm able to make it. I want to serve, but I don't see how, how I'm able to, to do it. You know, God's mercy will reach, reach down and he'll meet us where we're at. God's grace is his empowerment where he reaches down and lifts us up. Mm -hmm. You know, that's where we, we, we see that God opposes the proud, but gives grace to the humble. And, and you, you also see those who humble themselves will be exalted. Right. So, so God's grace Man, I just feel so weak. God's grace, and this goes back to who's your source, yeah. you know? I'm feeling overwhelmed. All this weight is on me. Oh, mm -hmm. here. Here's Jesus. Hey, give me your burdens, and I'll lift you up. Yeah. Yeah. You know, put your burdens on me, and I'll lift you up. Be humble. You know, recognize, you know we recognize I can't do this in and of myself, but yeah. God's grace will lift me higher. And I'll look back to where I was five years ago. Uh, and, and I'll see God's grace constantly working on my behalf. Fifty years from now, like I'll be, like I might be here, but God, there's still so much more to go. Yeah. Which is why I always need to rely on God's grace. Yes. Always, I never have. There's never a position where you where you ne don't have to rely on God's mm -hmm. grace. You know, there's never that position. And, and Barrett actually made a good point in the comments. She said, "It's not about your position; it's about your direction." Yeah. I'm not going to beat myself up because I'm not where I think I should be. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna. I'm going to again put my trust and my faith in God. That as I put my hope in Him, He'll. I'll just keep going higher. Yeah. The path of the righteous, like the morning sun, it just gets brighter mm -hmm. and brighter. Mm -hmm. But it's not because I'm doing it. It's because His grace. Yes. His grace is sufficient for me. Yes. Yeah. I've had this mindset. Um, I think I think other people have too. Of grace being like not what it is, but basically grace being okay. I missed the mark. Grace is going to cover me. And while grace helps cover me, which is, it, it's not really what it is, and grace helps cover me, then I will work on myself, and I will do better, and I will make myself better. And it's like totally not even what grace is. It's, yeah. it's okay, God will, God will help me 
you know, wash away my mistakes while I work on myself. Mm -hmm. And in that, you're just going to cycle. Yeah, like, you're just going to keep doing mm -hmm. the same thing yeah. and then asking God for forgiveness for not doing better. And then you're going to be in, like, this cycle. Yeah. And it's amazing when you actually see grace, like, the empowerment that you're talking yeah. about. It's a supernatural thing. Yes. Mm -hmm. yeah, it's, yeah. Not, it's not about you and your works. It's, it's a supernatural mm -hmm. empowerment yeah. to do things that you can't do in the natural. Yeah. I, I, I was dumb right there. So I've heard it said many times, you know, that, that grace is God's unmerited favor. Have you ever heard that? Somebody mm -hmm. say that? We okay, so that, that does it no justice. The, mm -hmm. the truth of it is, it is a tangible supply. It yeah. is God's yeah. will underneath you to, mm -hmm. to raise you to where he wants you to be. Yeah. It, it is not him overlooking where you are yeah. and saying, oh, it's okay, it's all right, you'll be all right. Or in some people, even this scripture that you're reading, 2 Corinthians 12, 9, where he says, my grace is sufficient to you or for you, mm -hmm. that they feel like that's, that's God kind of stepping back in almost an abandonment sense mm -hmm. and saying, no, you can handle this, you can handle this, yes. you can handle this. And that's not what he's saying right there. Yeah. He's saying, I am giving you everything you yeah. need to rise up above that. Yeah. I don't need to take it away. Mm -hmm. You need to rely on this grace supply, mm -hmm. this tangible power of God anointing in your life that is big enough and, and complete enough to help you get where you have to go. Yeah. It, it's not just God mm, you're whitewashing you and saying, mm -hmm. oh, everything's okay. Mm -hmm. No, that's not yeah. what he's doing. He's supplying. God doesn't, yeah. God never lets us hang on our own. Yeah. Everything about the word is God's supply. Mm -hmm. yeah. He did it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We receive it by faith. Mm -hmm. He did it. Yeah. So everything in here, all, all of what he says he gives us is a supply, a supernatural spiritual supply to accomplish his goodwill. And yeah. when, when we recognize that that grace is something that that is tangible and effective in our life, mm -hmm. we can put faith on that word that God's going to be involved in what's going on. Yeah. And it's not just on us. And he's not just going to step back and say, oh, well, let's see if they got it this time. Mm -hmm. Every time God is putting in us what, what we need. Mm -hmm. It is his supply. It's his Holy Spirit, Holy Ghost in us to help us become what he wants us to be. Mm -hmm. He doesn't want us to fail. And he sure doesn't want us to become self-sufficient. Mm -hmm. That's the whole point. We're not. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So don't. Newsflash. Newsflash, Marky. You're not self-sufficient. <laughs> and, and you're not supposed to be, yeah. and neither am I. Mm -hmm. And when we get to that point where we start believing what the enemy's throwing at us, mm -hmm. we're tempted to feel like we got to become self-sufficient or, yeah. oh, I should be here by now. Mm -hmm. I should have gotten here by now. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You, you are there. The word says that you're seated in heavenly places with Christ. Yeah. You're not stuck in a hole someplace. Yeah. You're not the little lamb who wandered away and God's got to go find you and pull you out of the little ditch. Mm -hmm. God gave you everything you need right now. It's already there. Yeah. It's already there. You need to put faith in it and trust in him mm -hmm. that his word is true. The Bible says to submit to the Lord mm -hmm. and then resist the enemy and he must flee. Yeah. Submit to the Lord. It's his word. Submit to what he says is true. Yeah. Let him give it. Let him supply. Mm -hmm. he, he's already done it. Yeah. 
Yeah, and, and that's a huge, like, that's exposing a huge lie of the mm -hmm. enemy. You know, that whole self-sufficiency. Yeah. Like, yeah. like, I can be s sufficient in myself because here, here's, he, and, and, you know, we're going to take a moment and just expose the junk out of the enemy's lies. <laughs> because, the, well, the Bible says, we always you know, hear them. the Bible oh. says that we're not ignorant of the devil's devices. Yeah, you true. know, we're not true. ignorant of it because he's been doing the same thing for so long. And, and when, so he, here's what the devil wants to do. Uh, if you're feeling overwhelmed right now, this is this is step by step essentially what the devil's going to try to encourage you to do. Uh, number one, become self-sufficient. Yeah. Uh, basic in, in light of I just got to figure this out on my own. Yeah. You know, like you know, not reaching out to pastor. Yeah. Not reaching out. You know, not connecting more with your life group or yeah. or or connect or being more engaged in your serving or or seeking the Lord more. No, no, no. He'll, he'll say you got to figure this out on your own, and then we'll isolate ourselves. Mm -hmm. yeah. and, and I've seen this happen so many times just over the what six and a half years that I've just been a part of church leadership and stuff like that. You know, we were talking about this before the broadcast. Mm -hmm. uh, what, I, what I would see right before someone just vanished off the face of the earth is, um, is they would start getting overwhelmed and yeah. then they would stop serving. Yeah. Uh, the first thing they would stop serving and then they would be kind of intermittent in their, you know, in showing up the church and then yeah. they'd disappear yeah. if, they, if they started getting intermittent. You know, actually, like here's, you, actually, you even see this, when uh, when pastors take sabbaticals, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. a lot of times, within a year of, of after the sabbatical, they they quit the ministry yeah, because you know because what happens is they spend so much time isolating mm -hmm. and then and, which doesn't really I mean you don't see Jesus taking a sabbatical. It's not necessarily a thing in the Bible. I mean, if the Lord tells you to do it, be obedient. But you know, obviously we're supposed to rest. But you know. Um, like, I, I remember there was one time, I, like, I had a leader, they, they were saying, man, things are just getting overwhelming, you know, mm -hmm. I have all these things on my plate, and, and, and again, this is the trap, you know, if you feel like you're just juggling so many different things on your plate, the first thing the enemy is going to want you to, to, to remove from your plate is church. Yeah. You know, isolate you away from yeah, the body. Isolate you away from literally the part where the Bible says that every joint supplies. Yeah. You know, yeah. he wants you to isolate you from the very thing that supplies you mm -hmm. the strength that you need. Mm -hmm. uh, the that's what the, these are the lies of the enemy. When I feel overwhelmed, I just you know what I know it's Sunday morning, but I just don't feel feel I, I should rest today. Mm -hmm. Oh, I yeah. know it's life group, but I, I feel like I just I need, need to rest. I need rest. Mm -hmm. I need time. <laughs> yeah. I need I a need vacation. A nap. I need yeah. a nap. I need a nap. <laughs> I need I need all this physical stuff. It's gonna fix my problems. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And and again, you know, I mean if the Lord tells you to take a nap, take a nap. You know, obviously like we wanna be led by the Lord, but but like we're saying, you know, the primary thing the enemy will try, will try to do when you first start getting overwhelmed is to isolate you from the body. Yeah. Is to isolate you from the body. Because if he isolates you from the body, now, you, you see this in nature. Oh, yeah. Right? You have a flock of sheep or a, or a, a group of, of deer, you know, or something like that. Um, what do the group of wolves or hyenas try to do? They yep. try to isolate one yep. of them. Separate one. Se separate one from the flock, and then they just pounds. Yep. Yep. And so that's the way the enemy works. You know, he wants to isolate you. Oh, I'm just going to figure this out on my own. Or, you know what? I'm doing so much. Maybe I'll just stop serving. 
you know, or, or step away from this, and then all of a sudden vanish. Poof! Yeah. W- what happened to yeah. them? You know, uh, and look. P- Pastor said that's right. He, he's seen this happen uh, often. He's yeah. seen this happen a lot. I've I've only been in ministry for not so very long, and I've seen it happen like at least a dozen times. Yeah. Like it's not just like it's not. You you see it. You see the pattern. Yeah. Oh, they stop serving. Oh man. Like you don't want to, but mm-hmm. like you pray for them, but almost every time I, you know, yeah. cause, cause that's just, that's how the enemy works. He wants to isolate us when we get overwhelmed, but actually when we get overwhelmed, what does the Bible say? Don't forsake the assembly of right. believers in what Hebrews 10, 12, maybe, mm-hmm. uh, I know. uh, you can probably look it up. Don't forsake the assembly, but all the more as you see the mm-hmm. day approaching, you know, at what happens as we see the day approaching, uh, the Bible says that a lot of people's faith will grow cold, you know, their love will grow cold. And what is love? Being a part of all that God's doing, being obedient to what he says us to do. You know, as we see the day approaching, you need to assemble even more. You know, you need to be connecting more with the very people that are called to sharpen you. Iron sharpens iron. The, the very people that, that bring a supply to your life, especially with your pastors. If you're feeling overwhelmed, reach out to your pastors because they'll, they're the ones who are anointed by God to, to, to give you exactly what you need. And, and to an anoint, they're anointed by God yeah. to help you overcome, to help you overcome and to equip you for what God's called you to do. Amen. Yeah, and even if you like mentally, I think sometimes if you've um, had conversations with your pastor or leadership or different mm-hmm. people, you mm-hmm. can kind of get to the place where you feel like you know what they're gonna say, mm-hmm. or you have like mentally, or you feel like I know what to do. Mm-hmm. It, it's such a lie of I know what to do. I'm just I I'm just mm-hmm. I, I got it handled. I know what yeah. to do. I just need to do it or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it's like then you're in this weird cycle of. Yeah, you're not you're not you don't actually have what you need. Yeah, yeah. And um, I don't know. It, it's yeah. it, it's such a lie though to keep you from going to your pastors. Of I know what they're gonna say. Mm-hmm. I already know what they're gonna say. I don't need to talk to them. Well, I know. Yeah, what I said I know. yesterday. <laughs> well, <laughs> I'm embarrassed now. I I literally said that yesterday. To Marky. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't remember you saying that I'm, specifically. I'm right now the poster child for what not to do. <laughs> well, that's, the thing, that's everybody, though. We've all been there. Yeah. You know? I, yeah. Mm-hmm. That, this is one of the reasons why this even came up today and having yeah. this conversation. Where I, I was literally, you know, checking off the list of what not to do on this whole subject yesterday. Yeah. yeah. Well, but, but you look at it, though. You know, that's where grace and mercy is awesome. Yeah. You know, yeah. like the, the Bible does say, you know, if we faint in the, the day of adversity, our strength is small. But here's the great part of it. My strength is not found in me anyway. Yeah. At you the know? end of the day, do you want that to be your strength? Yeah, I don't. No. Yeah, no. <laughs> I'd but, rather have God. But, but here's the thing. We've all been in the points where we have actually fainted in the day of adversity, yeah. you know? Yeah. And, and like mm-hmm. the, the beautiful part of scripture, the beautiful part of the God that we serve is that he is patient with us. Yes. <laughs> Very. Thank you, Lord, Thank you, for Lord. your patience. Thank you, Father. Thank you, God, for patience. Yeah. But, you, you know, but what does he say? <clears throat> he's patient with us. Yep. He's patient with us. He doesn't want us to perish. He doesn't want us to go it, but he's patient with us. So even if we fall short, even if we faint in the day of adversity, God's mercy is still available for yeah. us. And, and, you know, what, here, here's a lie that, that, that I've fallen for is, man, I've just taken... 
it, like I've been in this for so long, I'm almost embarrassed to, to bring it up to pastors because yep. you know, I should have brought it to them weeks ago, and I haven't, or or you know I haven't I haven't really repented of this. So you know, and it's been so long. I just don't want to now because 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 it's been so long. I was talking to someone. I was talking to someone recently, and they were bringing something. And uh, the person they were bringing it to said, how long have you been dealing with this? And they said three years. Oh. <laughs> but it's easy to yeah. like have all these like little things that you're just kind of, I'm going to ignore that one. Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> that one, I don't, mm -hmm. I don't like that one. I'm gonna, I'll, yeah. I'll talk to you about the other stuff, but let's ignore that one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. but here, here's the good part about it. And, and if you've been there, you know. Or if you are there. If you're there right now. If you now. are there. <laughs> Uh, it's time to leave the club, you know, yeah. but I mean it might be awkward. Let's be real It's, pro it's probably awkward. Hey, you know, I've been kind of dealing with this for yeah. you know several months and I should have brought it to you mm -hmm. earlier um, Here's the great thing, you know First and foremost God is merciful and patient. Yes, uh, and and your pastor, you know anointed by God is Should be merciful and patient, you know, and, and I want to encourage you just reach out, you know, ask, hey, I, I know it's been a long time and I probably should have brought this up earlier. You know, that anointing, that grace, that patience. Actually, you read, I love this. You read through all of Paul's letters. Yeah. He says grace and peace to, to the churches. Yes, yeah, so over and over. And then you read his letter to Timothy, uh, who is a pastor. He says grace, mercy, and peace <laughs> to you. You know, like he adds mercy. Yeah. Because pastors, you know, there's actually an anointing for mercy on Amen. pastors, Amen. you know, and so yeah, and so and so what what God has anointed pastors is for mercy. Mm -hmm. So you know, don't feel condemned. Don't feel like, man, I I just I should just leave it to myself because it's been so long. No, go reach out uh, to your pastors mm -hmm. or go and reach out to God because mm -hmm. here's the reality, and this is who God is. See, God, you know, you read it in uh, John mm -hmm. chapter one. Uh, you know, he says, if we say we have no sin, we are deceiving ourselves. This is uh, verse uh, eight. We are deceiving ourselves and the truth is not in us. So he's literally saying, you know, if we if we say we've never messed up, we're liars. Yeah. But then he goes on to say this. But if we confess our sins, if we confess our sins, he is faithful and righteous to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. He's literally saying, you know, hey, if you've messed up, if you've fallen short, just bring it to God, yeah. and He'll forgive you mm -hmm. because He's good, and that's where His mercy is. That's what His mercy is. Yeah. Hey, I, I feel like I'm so far down here. Hey, God's mercy will meet you where you're at. Yeah. His mercy will meet you where you're at. He'll remove those burdens. He'll remove that pain. He'll remove that. You know, come to me, all who are weary and heavy laden. I'll give you rest for your souls. You know, mm -hmm. those who dwell in the shelter of the Lord will find rest under the shadow of the Almighty. Psalm mm -hmm. 90, Psalm mm -hmm. 90, verse one. Yeah. And then His grace will, will meet you and mm -hmm. begin yeah. to empower you. Mm -hmm. and, and so, and so that's kind of what we're talking about today. How do I overcome this feeling of being overwhelmed? How do I overcome it? First and foremost, don't give up. Yeah. The enemy wants you to give up. Don't give up. Yeah. But, but don't make yourself your source. Right. Don't make yourself your source. Right. God alone is your source. And don't isolate yourself either. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. Even if it's something that you've been dealing with over and over, even if you brought it to the pastors mm -hmm. five times, yeah. bring it the sixth time. Mm -hmm. Bring it yeah. again. Yeah. Well, and remember what we were talking about yesterday, you know, like we can say, oh, I already know what he's going to say. But yeah. that's just, that's logic right there. Yeah. What you don't need is, here's the, here's the fun part. What you don't need is, even if you hear them say it, the same thing over again, 
Um, what you don't need to hear is the same words. What you need is the anointing. You know, yeah. you need the anointing. The yeah. anointing is what breaks the yoke, not yeah. necessarily that those words. So even if you already know what they're going to say, heck, mm. you don't. Let's be real. You don't know what they're going to say. That's right. That's right. <laughs> you have I was no gonna idea go what they're going to anyway. say. That's like, I mean, yeah, that's, that's like saying truth. you know what the Holy Spirit is going to say. Yeah. Yeah. When you're going to them, you're yeah. asking for the Holy Spirit's yeah. help through them. Yeah. That's literally saying, yeah. I know what God's going to say. Yeah. Actually, we, we've don't. already presumed Mm-hmm. that God is going to tell you to correct it in a way that you can correct it. Yeah. Because that's what you, you know, have already decided that's going to be the solution. I'm not going to go talk to somebody. Mm-hmm. I'm going to figure this out and do it. And I already know, yes. and I literally right. said this yesterday, I, you know, that I know I can hear him saying it in my head. I know exactly what he's going to say. But the reality of it, the truth of it could be God may give him a question mm-hmm. or her a question mm-hmm. that they ask you. Yeah. And it draws something else out. And, and... Mm-hmm. You know how when you're in the garden and you're trying to get the weeds out, yeah. you're not always just cutting off the, the dandelion flower. You've got to get to kind of the root of some things. Yeah. Yeah. And there are times where the Lord will he'll guide a pastor or a, a spiritual leader to say, okay, so that's maybe the, the above ground thing going on right now. What's, what's the below ground thing going on? Yeah. And where is that coming from? Mm-hmm. And that's the anointing. Yeah. That is the anointing for your life. And that is God showing his mercy mm-hmm. and then giving you the grace to pull that weed out of your life mm-hmm. and empower you to move on and, and grow in yeah. without being choked out by the junk mm-hmm. that you've allowed to maybe linger in your life. And, mm-hmm. you know, if you're going to sit back and wonder, you know, can I really bring this? Do I really want to bring this to someone and expose myself to this person or expose my lack or weakness or failure to my pastor. Let me just tell you this. Um, An anointed pastor that God has placed over you and you are planted in their church uh, very likely already knows some of the things that are going on in you. Mm -hmm. The Lord's going to open it up to them because the Lord wants to supply. Mm -hmm. And the Lord has already primed it and they've literally maybe been praying for you for that particular thing because the Lord had spoken to them. Hey, they're going through this and at some point they're going to come to you and this is where it's going to go. Yeah. So don't, don't short, um, short sell even your pastor on what they can provide to you. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm, trust me, I'm talking to myself as much as I'm talking to anybody else mm-hmm. that there's, there's a greater supply. That's literally going to God's mouthpiece in your life. Mm-hmm. And he can speak into you or she can speak into your life in a way that nobody else can. Yeah. And, and in a sense where you recognize, I, I'm, I'm down here, I'm below the table right now, but I want to get up here. When you, when you recognize the gap and you realize I'm, I need something to, to help me get where I have to go, mm-hmm. one of the things, the word talks about humbling yourself. Mm-hmm. And God will lift you up. Yeah. It's, not, it's not pride of saying, well, I, I'm, you know, I can't really say that out loud to somebody. Mm-hmm. That humility and willingness to, to say, Lord, okay, I'm going to lay down what, what I think is you know, my pride, my, where I am. And I don't want to look worse than you know, other people already they think of me and go to my pastor. But you lay that down. That's, that's the first step that you have to actually obeying the word. Mm-hmm. 
where you humble yourself in the sight of the Lord, which, you know, when he tells you to submit to God, there you are, that humility and letting that go and looking to your supply for help. Yeah. Amen. Mm-hmm. Amen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like uh, Barrett actually just said, most, uh, most any time I've thought I've known what God or pastors are going to say to me when I've been going through something, it's been full, it's been full of condemnation. That's, true. That's good. <laughs> 10 out of 10 times. Time. She says, I'm not... 10 out of 10 times, I've never met, I, I've, I'm never met with the condemnation. I'm met with grace. So what, I think what she's saying is, she's saying she's always assumed that condemnation was going to come, or she's been just in her own condemnation. Yeah. But, well. she's, but when she's come to God and when she's come to pastor, she's never been met yeah. uh, with condemnation, but with grace. The condemnation co- came from my flesh and fear. That's good. Yeah. That's good. You know, yeah. the Bible says in Romans 8, 1, there is therefore now no, no condemnation for those who are in Christ, Christ. Jesus. Right. So, so, you know, never, never put on condemnation. Never put on fear. Never put on discouragement. Put on faith. Mm-hmm. Because, put on faith in what God has already said in his word. You know, he, G- Jesus didn't say, uh, you know, uh, those who are weary and heavy burden, you know, that stinks. Suck you know, it up. Yeah, it he, up. Doesn't say, he doesn't say suck it up. You know, he doesn't say, you know, you know put on condemnation, all who are weary and heavy yeah. burden. No, yeah. he says, just come to me. Come to me and you'll find rest. You'll find rest for your souls. He says, my yoke is easy. My burden is light. So if yeah. you're feeling overwhelmed, you know, it, it really goes back to, to, to just, hey, come to him. Yeah. You know, in, in, in humility, God, I, I might be missing it. I really don't know what I might have done or I might know what I've done. I, but I might think I know what I've done. I don't know. But God, just give me grace. Give me grace. Show me what to do. Mm-hmm. And God will show you what to do. He'll, he'll give you that grace. He'll meet you where you're at. God will always meet you when you come to him because that's what he said. Amen. He said, he said, if you come to me, I'll give you rest. Yep. He's, he, he literally says, those who seek me will find me. Yeah. You know, that, that's what God says when they seek after me with all their heart. You know, God is saying, hey, uh, knock, the door will be open. Yeah. Ask, you'll receive. receive. Yep. You know, seek, You'll find yeah. that's that's who God is. God's not up in heaven with like a big barrier saying, "Oh man, I want to make it really hard for them to reach me." No, He's saying, "Hey, if if you come to me in humility, if you come to me, yeah. I'm an ever-present help in time of need. Mm-hmm. I'm here to help you. I'm here to to lighten the load. I'm here to lighten the burden. Don't isolate yourself. Don't run the other way. But no, I'm here to help you. Yeah. So so you feel overwhelmed? Do you feel overcome with just I have all these things I have to do, and now now this is going on with my family. This is going on in, in in my job this is going on with my marriage and all these things just seem to be weighing weighing me down jesus is literally just saying hey come to me you know cast your care on me yeah. because i care for you yeah. you know he, he's saying just come to me trust me you know trust the trust those the gifts that i've given you mm-hmm. right the the your pastors yeah. tr- trust th- that i will anoint them to help you and, and you know and and I'll be give, begin, to, my grace will be sufficient for you, and you'll find rest. Mm-hmm. Do you guys have anything else to add to that? Mm-mm. Praise God. That was good. Guys, mm, this mm. has been fun. Mm-hmm. Um, if, if this minister to you, put some hands up in the comments. Just, just let us know. Julie just said, great teaching today. Uh, yeah. This is a great teaching for us, too. Yeah. You know, yeah. we're, we're, preaching. we're living proof right yeah. here. We need it as much as you. We honestly didn't want to come into <laughs> the Word today just, like, preaching at you. We really just wanted to talk about it. Yeah. We just wanted to have a conversation with mm-hmm. you and let you know, 
you're not the only one. Yeah. And this is this is how God is helping us. This is what mm -hmm. God is showing us. And yeah. we just wanted to have a conversation about it and be yeah. honest and open. Yeah. 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 Amen. Amen. Well, guys, thank you so much for joining us for the word. Uh, Put, put, I, I really want to see this. If you felt like at the after, like through throughout this, you felt like God was just putting a weight off your shoulders, or that that God is strengthening you to do what He's called you to do, just just put a strong arm in the comments or something like that. Mm -hmm. But guys, we love you. Um, and uh, you know, as we're wrapping up, we just want to let you know that we sow this broadcast into you. Um, we sow this broadcast into you, and uh, as we do that, you know, we're just believing that God will minister to you and strengthen it, strengthen you. But if you want to partner with the word that, that was given today, you know, there's something different. When there's a word uh, given that really meets me where I'm at, yeah. I always try to make it a point to sow into that word. Mm -hmm. Because when I sow into that word, I'm not just, I'm not just attaching my ears to the word. I'm, I'm, a, I'm attaching my, my whole self to that word, yeah. you know. Faith. I'm attaching my faith to that word. Um, and when I attach my faith to that word, you know, uh, when I attach my faith to that word, it produces fruit. Amen. And so I want to encourage you, uh, if the Lord is putting it on your heart to sow today, uh, we have it right there uh, in the lower thirds. Uh, you can go to giveww.org. We got Cash App. We got Facebook. We got uh, Text to Give. We also have uh, Venmo, uh, GiveBC. I thought I was going to... There it is. There it is. Venmo, PayPal, and we have cryptocurrency. However the Lord is leading you to give, we want to encourage you mm -hmm. uh, to sow, to sow. Um, but as you're sowing, we just want to thank you. I see uh, Julie gave. Uh, we're going to pray over those seeds specifically. But before we do that, uh, we want to pray for you guys. We want to pray that the Lord will strengthen you, strengthen you wherever you're at. Uh, whenever you're watching this, we're, we want to pray that the Lord will strengthen you and uh, encourage you. So, Kevin, you want to pray? Okay. Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord, for your provision, for your love and your mercy, Lord, your grace. Lord, We pray that, Father, your supply would be given to the, the people watching, anybody hearing, anybody under the sound of my voice that is listening to you, us talk about you and your word, Lord God, that, Father, you would bless them with your grace, that it would be abundant in their life, Lord God, that they would be willing to let you in, Father, and hear from you and trust your word, Lord, above their feelings or what's going on in their life, Lord God. You are an ever present help in time of trouble, Lord God. We pray that you would bless them, that you would multiply this message out, Father, that it would go forth and, and reach people that may not be watching at this very moment, but, but in the archives they watch. Lord, we pray that it is sufficient and able to minister to them and encourage them and build them up in Christ. We pray your anointing upon it, Lord, and your blessing on their lives, Lord. We thank you for it in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 And now uh, we just want to pray for everyone who sowed. Amen. <laughs> Thank you, Lord, for every gift. Thank mm -hmm. you for every giver. I ask that every seed today is, uh, is blessed and pressed down, shaken together, running over, that it yes. grows. The harvest grows. Yes. They don't just receive what they sowed. They receive yes. more than what they sowed. Yes. And they have a testimony coming from today that they can give and give glory to you. As their harvest comes, God, let them give glory to you because it's you who does it. Mm -hmm. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Guys, thank you. Were you going to say something? I was just going to say, if we didn't, say, if we didn't address your comment, not all of our, com our comments uh, weren't all showing. So uh, for YouTube, YouTube people, uh, we, we, your comments are there. We just didn't see a lot of them, but... 
Hi, YouTube. We stream. <laughs> we stream. <laughs> well, guys, thank you so much for joining us today. This has been an awesome word. Um, yes. It's been an awesome word. It has. Mm -hmm. Oh, oh, we have announcements. We have announcements. Do you want to give the announcements? Because you seem super she excited. She is excited. Yeah, I was just about to go into it. But then, Are you worried? I thought like, you were going to say bye. No, I was okay, say, no. Yeah, no, no, no. You seem so okay. excited. I, I feel like your, your energy should go Man. into those. Guys, moments. this Sunday night, Guys. this Sunday night, we're going to be having a special service here at Boomerang in Albemarle, North Carolina. We are having Brother Tracy Harris with yep. us. Right there, you can see, that's Brother Tracy Harris. He's going to be here Sunday night at 6 p.m. here at Boomerang Church. It is going to be worth the drive, worth the fly, honestly. It is going to be a wonderful service. And then, sun, th that's this Sunday, this Sunday night. Next Sunday is Mother's Day. And um, this is a friendly reminder, just so you know. Next, the Sunday after next is Mother's Day. So you might want to uh, uh, let your mom know that you love her. Um, and we... <laughs> Or, or, or if you have moms in your life, if it's not your mom, like spiritual moms or whatever. But anyway, here at Boomerang Church, like the graphic said, here at Boomerang Church, we're going to be giving away a gift to every woman. Not just if you have had children, but even if you mm. even haven't even had children yet, you in the in the spirit, you were called to be a spiritual mother to people. So you get a gift if you every woman that comes. Also, we are giving away. Uh, we're giving away a coach purse Ooh. to someone. We are, and we are giving away a basket. Ooh. And a basket. I, I think the basket's gonna have stuff in it. Like, I don't, it's not I just don't, a basket. I don't think it's just like a plain basket. Leftover wow. Easter basket. No, I no. think it has stuff Better in it. That. We're gonna be giving that away. Yes, Bear is saying yes. If you, <laughs> if you think about it, isn't a purse a basket? No. Uh, Bear just shouted no. <laughs> but isn't it? Mm. Hmm. Sure. Depends yes. on the size. I so would we're say. giving away two baskets, a, uh, a, a coach First. basket, <laughs> a coach and basket. another basket. And like I said, every single woman gets a gift if you Amen. come. Amen. Amen. Well, guys, thank you so much for joining us today. We we have a whole next two days of awesome broadcast this we week. Did. Uh, that we're really excited about. So make sure you join us tomorrow at eleven thirty for Lunch Plus. Bye. Bye. Love you guys.